go. All right. Yeah, yeah. This, this sounds like the real deal this time. Out, out. Um, <laughs> we are uh, actually recording. Um, excellent, excellent. This uh, uh-huh. is a, a dual podcast. Um, this is Dismal Science, and I'm here with Sons of Man. Um, Sons of Man, you want to tell the crowd a little bit about yourself? Well, probably I should start off by saying, you know, I should I should actually go by Sons of Man one only because I want to pay homage and respect to uh, the uh, the group or the team called Sons of Man, which is actually a uh, hip hop group out of Brooklyn, my beloved Brooklyn, where I'm from. So I took up that moniker, they wanted the Wu Tang family. So I took up that moniker only because I respect their music and uh, the culture. So anyway, Sons of Man One. Basically, I am a uh, long-time, first of all, long-time HPR listener, first-time contributor, and I want to thank uh, the opportunity for me getting and participating with you, Dismal Science, and all the other HPR people that came before me. I have been an avid user of free software and open source for about 15 years, and um, I guess by discipline, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mechanical engineer, so uh, I would profess myself to be a geek as well. So that's that's kind of what I'm about and what I like to do. Excellent, excellent. And I must admit that I'm a Wu-Tang fan, um, fan myself. <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to call this the, 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 the title of this podcast um, Race, Sex, and Open Source. What do, you, what, what do you think about that, um, Sons of Man 1? Do um, you think that's a, 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 what I'm trying to get at is that I'm trying to, I want to get down to um, the role of minorities and women in computing in general and open source in, in particular. What do you think about that? Well, I think that's an excellent topic, man, because uh, quite frankly, uh, there has not been much discussion in the way of, I guess, equality and equal access. I mean, yeah, he's, the access is, is, is quite apparent, but uh, in terms of, I guess, equal time shared or time spent on topic or subject, uh, not very much of that has taken place, not to my knowledge. Right, right. And you see, uh, I'll just introduce myself a little bit. I'm Dismal Science, and um, in case you didn't know, um, both myself and Sons of Man One are both African Americans, which um, <laughs> I'm not sure how many African Americans are actually listening to HPR, but uh, I hope there's more than just us. Um, and um, I'm from the Washington D.C. area, and I'm not going to talk too much more about myself. I, I first, I first um, you know, I wanted to describe to you uh, Sons of Man One. To the audience, we don't actually really know each other. Um, we, we've, we've corresponded a little bit on, online, and um, we just have a lot in common. It's just kind of unusual. We both went to the school in the same city in Tallahassee, Florida, and um, we're both open source advocates, and we're both African Americans, so we figured we got to do the show. Um, first of all, I just wanted to give a, a shout out to uh, um, Spix on Tech. 
Um, oh, yeah. I thought that was yeah. a really excellent show. Did you catch that one, Sons of Van? Yeah, one? I, yeah, yeah, I did. Actually, I catched, I caught that one, and I had, I had some reservations at first. I'll be honest with you. I was like, okay, what kind of, sh- what kind of shit is this? <laughs> right, <laughs> you gotta, right. You gotta, be, you gotta be really careful, man. When you know, when you look at some of those shows, but um, when you listen to some of the shows and see what slant they're coming from, but uh, no, man. I mean, you know, basically, uh, as I listened to it. Uh, I began to to appreciate it more and, and found out that they weren't trying to be, you know, pejorative or anything of that nature. And and you know, you have to really listen to to, to understand where people are coming from. Right. So, and you know, they, they they really had me thinking because um, I, I you know, looking out of the Hispanic community, right? Right. This, this, I'm not sure if you've realized, but if you look in open source, the Hispanic community has been contributing big time. And oh, you know, yeah. partic- particularly in Latin America, you look down and you, you're seeing all of these software developers committing code from Brazil, from oh, Argentina. Brazil. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry? Yeah, especially Brazil. Yeah, yeah well, Brazil has been a, a, a seriously heavy hitter. But, um, you know, I, I, I've just been noticing this, this, this massive participation from the Hispanic community. And I find it very interesting that, um, I, I don't know if you'd agree with this, but in the United States, I don't know that the the, the the participation has been as strong as it's been overseas. What do you think about that? Well, I, I would agree. I would agree because you know, outside of outside of if you if you if you're looking at today's context, you know, outside of the larger, I guess the larger communities of hackers who either are affiliated with a larger corporation. When you say contribution. I'm, I'm supposing or assuming you're talking about the kernel. You're talking about well, you know, well, well. I'm I'm speaking about the kernel. I'm speaking about various projects like Synaptic. I'm not sure if you realize, but Synaptic actually came out of Brazil. And oh really? So, yeah, Synaptic came out of Curitiba, Brazil. And um, you know, if if you examine down, if you look into like um, the Debian projects, I mean, you, you've got the DPKG, um, the author of DPKG, um, he he's also a Hispanic guy, and so. You know, um, I, I, I'm speaking. You know, the whole gamut for um, contributing whole projects or just patches and source. You know. Well, well, the, well, the gentleman, the gentleman that created the GNOME, at least was founder of the GNOME project, is uh, Latino. Yes, he he certainly is. Um, uh, Miguel de Casa, and it, it's yes. interesting because I think he's born and he's from Mexico City. I think originally, and mm-hmm. um, you know, that's yet another shout out. And this is where I want to dovetail, right? I want to dovetail into the concept of, you know, um, privilege and uh, underprivilege. And, you know, I, I think um, what, what I'd have to say is that for, you know, underprivileged people in whatever country you live in, I think you're going to find a, a similar situation is that um, computer literacy in general is going to be lacking. And I think this is really unfortunate for a lot of reasons. First of all, Computing and hacking and, and um, computer careers, it's, it's one of the few careers that nobody cares what you look like. <laughs> exactly. The computer doesn't care what you look like. Um, it, it's not the same if you're a stockbroker or if you're a lawyer. Um, you know, your appearance um, can you know, hinder or help you depending. Um, a lot of it depends on you know, how you're perceived. Uh, one of the things I always loved about computing is that, you know, um, it's race, sex, you know, how tall you are, how 
fat or skinny you are, um, the computer doesn't care. Right. And so you can be very successful with, while being very unconventional at the same time. What do you think about that, Sons of Man 1? Well, I, I would agree because, you know, in general, the average geek, you know, quote-unquote, is most comfortable with, you know, it's, it's understood that they're most comfortable with a machine or, you know, so, you know, there's no, there's no preconceptions, you know, between the, the, the user in front of the computer and the computer itself. The computer is not going to make any presuppositions. It's not going to bar you from access. It's not going to do anything that would prevent you from, from excelling or is what you're trying to do. The only limitation might be your level of experience at the time. And right. that can be achieved you know, with experience and with discipline. That's all it is. Right. So I would certainly agree that, you know, the access is, is, is something that, uh, you know, won't be limited just simply because you're a you're, 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 you're race or whatever the case is when you're sitting in front of a computer. Right, right. And, you know, uh, just to make, you know, we've been talking about race because that's probably what we understand best, but, you know, there's also a sex issue. You know, one of the things that's always disappointed me is um, in my career, which has been going on since uh, 1998 is when I first got into this professionally, um, I've always been dismayed by the number of women um, that are in the companies that I've, I've worked at um, who work with software or work um, in the admin roles. Um, it, I, I've known some, but you know, they, it, it becomes obvious after a while that you know, there, there's a serious deficit in the numbers of um, women in, in this field. Um, what do you think about that, Sons of Man, Sons One? Well, I would say that uh, you know, in, terms of, in terms of women in the field, there's definitely a dearth at least of women that are actually uh, involved in the technical space, at least the ones that are, that, that are probably um, very vocal or highly recognized or, you know, that's all subjective, obviously highly recognized, you know, but certainly, you know, in a vocal sense, um, I'm just not aware of a whole lot. I mean, I know of a few that I've talked to um, in various places online, but in terms of a, of a resounding voice and a constant voice and coverage, there just isn't a whole lot of it that I have seen. Well, I have, I have a dream, and I want to ask you a question and tell me if you think this is right or wrong. I, I'm not a big fan of Facebook or Twitter, really, but um, a lot of minorities and women are, and you know, society in general is, um, plus the Android, iPhone revolutions that are taking place right now. Um, do you think that, th that this is going to be a catalyst for getting minorities and women um, into the field more. And in terms of what the social 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 networking or well, the, the, you know, a few years ago, you know, when I used to talk to people before the social networking thing started off, there was a large portion of society that really didn't use the internet or networking at all. And what I'm saying is that you know, a lot of these people who are now starting to live on Facebook and so on, who are really starting to engage, I think Facebook has brought a whole class of people who never engaged a computer in um, that didn't exist before. And I'm wondering if you, if that, if you think that, that could be like a, a trampoline to actually take them further into understanding um, more and perhaps even um, getting into the field in general. Well, Maybe they might want well, to start helping build Facebook for the future. I, I, would, say, I would say this, and, then, and I'm going to diverge for a minute if, you, if, I, if I may. 
I would say I would not give the social networking tools as much credit as you know as you you're doing now. I Interesting. Would that, I would say that um, the mobile device that are being manufactured now would most likely give that catapult effect that you're speaking of, or give that um, that access that you're speaking of, because the accessibility. First of all, mobile devices, whether they're a cheap, you know, um, slide. What are those? Those, those little, those little uh, cheap um, PS2s, the various right. um, games, the cheap games that they have. Um, the, you know, the the, the kick. Uh, what do they call it? The, you know, the kick. Uh, whatever those those little those little mobile devices are. Those are the things that are probably going to get people more access than than the actual applications. You know, social Got applications. It. Because I think, you know, if you're interested in figuring out how stuff works, having access to low-cost hardware um, is the ticket to get you to that next level, you know, at least spark the curiosity. Now, it's true, indeed, the, you know, the, the access to applications or the ease of which you can get access to an application will, will probably help as well. But I think having that stuff in your pocket close to your skin, as, uh, you know, Evan Morgan would say, uh, that, that would actually give you the most uh, access that I can imagine, you know, the actual the actual application. So whether it's a it's a um, you know a low cost uh, mobile device or it's a tablet or it's a laptop computer, you know, right. That that's the thing that I believe is going to be the game changer, not so much the application. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um that, 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 that's pretty interesting. I, I'll probably agree with you, actually, you know, in, in retrospect, I'll probably jump over to your side. Because um, the, the thing about these devices that, that, that we're seeing now is that we're starting to see just about every socioeconomic class is starting to adopt these devices. You know, I can go into, you know, the hardest ghettos and still see people using iPhones. And um, that, I think that's encouraging. Um, right. You know, and, and on, on the next side, you know, is it the economics of it all? You know, it's, there, there, there is such a, um, there's such an economic penalty to being on the wrong side of the digital divide these days. I mean, I'll just give you three quick examples. Everything from tax returns, right? Um, <laughs> people are doing every tax every tax season. You see all these tax outlets show up in the mini malls and the strip malls. Yeah. And if and if we know if we can get people onto um, a tax software, you know, cut their costs, cut you know the various borrowing fees mm -hmm. that people. Um, use because they don't realize that you know if you do things online with routing numbers and so on, you're going to get your tax return back in a week or three days right. for the state and a week for the federal. And so you know there's no reason to take loans out. And you know another issue is you know just basic banking, right? It, you know in poorer neighborhoods there's not really a lot of banks around, and people you know do strange things to manage their money, or you know they pay check cashing fees and all these different things. And you know we have so many excellent online banks these days, so that it doesn't matter where you live, you know you can get that indirect.com mm -hmm. account. And um, you know everything from the learning aspect as well. You know, there one of the things my son loves is uh, PBSKids.org. And you know I can rather than have him down in front of the television where he gets all these bad habits from. You know, you can put them down in front of PBSKids.org, and they got some really they have they got games on there, educational games that keep him fully occupied. Right. And right. so, the, the benefits um, to underprivileged people um, 
for technology, I just think is incredible. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, you know, just touching on, on, on the women's side, you know, women have there's there's two big benefits I have to give for women. You know, we have a we have a problem in the United States which um, people have been talking about, which is you know the disparate the, the dis, disparate wages that women have as opposed to men in the United States and throughout most of the world. And I think a part of that at least has to do with career path. And you know, not to say that you know working in, with computers is the most lucrative thing you can do, but it, it, it actually isn't bad. It's treated me well. I mean, I've never been unemployed yet still um, after all these years in this field. I've never even had a, a period of unemployment. And, you know, I, I live fairly well. And, you know, one, one distinct way to, you know, get women's wages in the right direction is to, you know, point more women towards a field that is a comfortable field. And, you know, I just want to say one last thing before I give it back to you, sons of man. One, um, for those women that have a difficult time finding dates, um, if you um, are having a difficult time getting the attention of men, I would uh, recommend visiting your Linux user group in any city that you live in. Um, I'm certain that you are likely to be the only woman there, and (laughs) there will likely be lots of um, single men um, who are... Probably pretty reasonable guys. Let me right. turn that back over to you, sons of man. One, tell me what you think about that. Wow, that's you said a whole lot right there. You know, <laughs> I know. I was about to ramble on. I don't know where to start from there. No, but you know, basically, man. You know, I just think that you know, over the last uh, few months, I have well, a couple months, I guess you could say, you know, with that whole incident with. Uh, on a boat in the uh, at the Bolton conference, I'm not sure what conference it was, but I think Shuttleworth had said something that was kind of derogatory, and you know, and then they were flying out there, and some some uh, unscrupulous things happened at some some major open source conferences, and uh, other other netcasters had talked about it, and I listened to um, Free Software Foundation Law, I forget what that show is, uh, but anyway. Uh, I've listened to a couple of shows and they've talked about it. They've talked about it on uh, uh, that show. Um, uh, uh, TLS. I always get that confused. <laughs> Linux Link Tech Show. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I definitely can understand that. Now, I, I really want to talk about more of the, the empowerment. I think that's important. And, that and is. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear this. In general, I think, uh, and talking from my personal experience, I would have to say that having the knowledge of free software and open source has helped me eat. I mean, you know, right. everybody wants to everybody wants to do hustle. Everybody wants to hustle and figure out ways to to, to hustle. You know, you and if you listen to Cloud Two, you know, he's talking about urban camping. Basically, that's hustling for geeks. That's what I call it, right? You you right. hustling for geeks, teaching people how to hustle for geeks. And I think one way to hustle for geeks is to figure out how open source can can benefit your life. And for me, right, hopefully. Being able to understand how, first of all, to build a simple computer, or build several computers, you know, how to build a firewall, you know, simple firewall back in the days, you know, two network cards and stuff like that. Um, basic skills like that can help you eat, help you hustle, get you get your hustle game up, as I like to say. And right, right. Help help give you some empowerment because, as as an African American, a person of African descent, one of the things that we always talk about is empowerment and self-improvement and things of that nature. Right. And I think that uh, having access, free software is all about empowerment. 
you know, because you could say, you know, you could say, and I don't know, I've never met Enos, so I don't know if that's the case or not, but I right. think that, you know, he became empowered in some way when he was able to um, not have to be, not be forced to use the, the Minix file system or Minix uh, operating system, excuse me, or Minix kernel. You know, instead of using a microkernel, he figured out a way to come up with a Linux kernel, which was very different in its architecture. And that was empowering for him because it helped him get through a problem that he wasn't able to do. With yeah, you're, you're, you're referring to the, you're, 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 you're referring to the Tannenbaum uh, Torvalds debates. The, the, exactly. The, exactly. Yeah, that, 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 that was really fascinating. And I think in and of itself, the whole point I'm trying to make is empowerment can come from, you know, the access to the computer or access to free software and open source. Um, you know, it'll help you. It'll help you eat literally. At least that's what it did for me. You know, when I was in school and still today. You know, it's not not, not my my primary job. You know, per se, but uh, a hobby turned into something that you can actually get paid for, and that's a wonderful feeling. And then the better thing behind that is actually taking what you know and then empowering the next person. Reach down and bring somebody else up. Okay, that's always been something that's that's well known in the culture. At least that's what it was for me when I was coming out. And so being able to go down and get somebody else and, and educate them at the same time, give them that freedom that they didn't have before and that empowerment right. that they didn't understand before, knowing that you don't have to use Windows, you don't have to use, you know, a Macintosh computer. You can then teach other people freedom and how to get away from something that may be shackling their minds in right. some way. And I'm, not right. trying to, I'm not trying to disparage people that get paid by using Windows software because, you know, whatever gets you paid, you know, go ahead and do that. Whatever works for you, right? Mm-hmm. Feed your family. But at the same time, if you, if you don't have any money and you're trying to come up and figure out a way to get free from whatever it is that's, you know, maybe your environment is not something you want to be into, you know, whether you live in somewhere that's uh, depressed, you know, and that type of thing, and you want to get out of that condition, this could be a way to get get free. So that's my right. two cents on that subject. No, that that makes a lot of sense. And you know, well, another shout out I have to really give is the Google Summer of Code. You know what they've been trying to do there by getting all these kids up there to learn how to be open source developers, um, to or to know how to contribute to open source projects. I really think Google Summer of Code has been an incredible influence on on young people. What do you think? Oh yeah, and and like I said, I haven't done a whole lot of work with Google Summer of Code, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a great project. And I think um, that the effort, as long as it's not not eventually clouded by uh, by the game, if you will, of corporate towers, I think right. it'll be a vi- it'll be a viable project for years to come if it if it stays pristine and stays true, and and a very you know it stays true to its goal is what I'm getting at. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, uh, let me. Let me let, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to end um, this conference. I'm having a good time, but um, I'll probably have one last question, and then I'll 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 leave it up to you. And okay. I, I just wanted to retouch on the uh, comments I made about um, w- women having very easy dating opportunities within the uh, world. Of oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't address that, did it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, uh, to be honest with you. Um, I, and when you talk about geek females, I mean, my personal experience, I didn't, I didn't marry a geek, you know, which is good. But I think um, if for a person who, who you or I, who, who, who happen to be geeks or self, self-proclaimed geeks, we seem to do better with females that are non-geeks. 
reason for me is because, man, I butt heads with, with most geek females. <laughs> I do. <laughs> because, because, you know, we, we both know too much. There's always got to be the alpha male, right? <laughs> Fascinating. Fascinating. So, so, yeah, okay. so, so, so if you find a female that, that's in need, you tend, you tend to be a better symbiotic relationship. That's been my experience. So, so females that are non-geeks, like that average Macintosh user, they love right. like us. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Um, <laughs> you might have more experience than myself, so I think I'll probably try to leave it at that. Um, Sons of Man 1, what do you think about this? Did, did, did we cover enough in this talk? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Um, I, would, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Um, yeah, I would definitely agree. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Excellent. we probably yeah we probably covered enough for now. Excellent. So um, this is Dismal Science and um, Sons of Man One, and um, yeah, thank you to Ken Fallon and um, guys, um, all you listeners out there. Uh, it's time to start contributing. Um, time to record. It's not that hard. Um, we're all looking forward to hearing from the entire community, just not not just a few people. And um, everybody, have a good day. All right. Yo, man, it's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating, but scared to kick reality. Man, you've been doing all this dope producing. You ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capability. And now I'm living in correction, no facility. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on IQ. Because he said it gets funky when you got a subject and a predicate. Add it on a dope beat and it'll make you think. Some suckers just tickle me pink to my stomach. Cause they don't flow like this one. You know what? I won't hesitate to this one or two before I'm through, so don't try to sing this. Some drop science, well I'm dropping English, even if yella makes it a cappella. I still express, yo, I don't smoke weed or sex, cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing, but making a sucker in you equal. Don't be another sequel.
got to move up the chart, then expression is the big part of it. You ain't efficient when you flow. You ain't swift moving like a tortoise, full of rigor mortis. There's a little bit more to show. I got rhymes in my mind, embedded like an embryo or a lesson. All of them expression. And if you start fessing, I got a Smith & Wesson for you. I might ignore your record because it has no bottom. I get loose in the summer, winter, spring, and autumn. It's Dre on the mic getting physical. Doing the job in WA is the lynch mob. It's a macabre, but you know you need this. And the knowledge is growing just like a fetus or a tumor. But here's the rumor. Dre's in the neighborhood and he's up to no good. When I start expressing myself, yellow planet. Cause if I stay funky like this, I'm doing damage. Your armor be too hype and need a straight jacket. I got knowledge and other suckers lack it. So when you see Dre, a DJ, on the mic, ask what it's like. It's like we're getting hyped tonight. Cause if a strike, it ain't for your good health. But I won't strike if you just express yourself. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.